Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back by no one's demand but our own and from our home office here in Elizabeth Park in Overcast, Nashville, Tennessee. Feeling very fall today. It is the 615 Sessions. It is trade deadline day. Brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com. I am your host, Buck Rising. I have been buried in all manner of work today because the craziness of the NFL trade deadline is happening as we speak the deadline coming in two hours from now when you are hearing this at 1 p.m. on October 29th when I am recording. Today, though, we will save the news for another podcast because there there is news coming. I promise you that. I can promise you that it is not a Marcus Mariota trade. What I can tell you, though, is that you'll have to wait for it because today we have a conversation with Titans punter Brett Kern. He of the unsuccessful fake field goal. He was a good sport. I texted him to make sure he was still alive. I said, would you come on the podcast to confirm for the people that you are still alive? Brett graciously accepted and made his way to the home office here to do the podcast. So without further ado, let's get to the MV punter, Titans punter, Brett Kern. Back here on the 615 Sessions, A to Z Sports, A to Z Sports, Nashville.com. Buck Rising hanging out here with you. NFL trade deadline day in full swing. But we have a much more important uh, person, a much more important situation going on here in the studio. We have Titans punter Brett Kern, who has suffered through my incompetence with the audio issues already. He's kind (laughs) enough to come to the home studio, uh, and I'm going to make fun of him for the fake field goal at some point. So you're you're a trooper today. I'm ready. I've already heard enough from my teammates. Uh, (laughs) Whatever you you throw my way, I'm uh, I'm accustomed to. You can follow him on Twitter and on Insta, at BrettKern6 is where you give my man the follow. Um, I'm not going to twist the knife unnecessarily i promise it's already been twisted i know you're already an internet meme like how does that feel to be an internet meme that happened real fast see this is why i take a break on social media during the season (laughs) because i mean there's always some good stuff that happens and inevitably there's going to be some stuff that uh you know it just hopefully you're not on not top 10 or come on man or anything like that so uh yeah, I've heard it all. Uh, it wasn't pretty, but uh, I'm I'm well and obviously here to talk on your podcast, so I'm good. I, I appreciate you doing so. Um, and you honestly, you were bailed out by that not being the most embarrassing viral moment yeah. from that game. The yeah. third and goal carry by the Bucks. bless them for that because I haven't stopped laughing at Bashard Perry. That was on Come On Man. I just, I've never seen anything. Have you ever seen a play like that before? Um, That's really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, something to that standpoint, I don't know if I've seen anything. I, I've seen where, you know, receivers have wrong, uh, have you know gone the, done the wrong routes and kind of run into each other. And, and uh, or you know, maybe, I mean, we have the butt fumble. You yes. Know, Sanchez. Um, 
I'm trying to think though. I mean, sometimes you know when a when a quarterback's dropping back and you know picks the wrong side and the the running back and the quarterback run to each other, but uh, but from a guy you know coming across on a motion like that uh, to take out his own running back was. I felt this pain because you know I got taken out too. That's okay, but uh, by by a uh, superhuman freak, and uh, I live to uh, talk about it. Yeah. So walk walk me through the whole play because yeah. you're you've got three forty seven left in the game. It's fourth and two. You're right. on their twenty eight yard lines. Mm-hmm. Forty six yard attempt. Right. Parky's hit from fifty one, and I think forty two. Yeah, he had a great warm up. Yeah, he had a great warm up. He was he was hitting the ball really well, um, <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, we've actually had that fake in since last year, Jacksonville week three. Yeah, because Mike said you guys have been practicing that for a while. We've been, pretty much every Thursday we practice it. So, uh, I mean, I've ran it a bunch of times. Uh, you know, I felt really, really – if you were to ask me which one I felt more confident with, the the fake last week, the throwing fake, or this week, I would have said this week by far, just because we practiced it so many times. Last week we kind of put that fake in that week. Um, you know, Vrabes and, and Auk and, and Eddie drew it up. And uh, it obviously worked out really well. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, my, my goal is I catch that ball, I get out, and I run as fast as I can. It's just two yards. I know. It's just I, two I, yards. Me, I, looked, I, looked, <laughs> I looked at where the first down marker was, and I said, this is cake. Like, <laughs> and my first initial thought is I'm going to score. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. I, you know yeah, how many, I, you I, know I, how many I, Project 615 Brett Kern face T-shirts we yeah. would have sold, by the way? Go get your Brett Kern T-shirt Yeah, Project 615. I know he does not care to have his face plastered no, all hey, over many things, but it's for a yeah. good cause. Proceeds go to a good cause, courtesy they, of they our friends They had to convince me to do that one, which which is totally cool. But I'm... I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty low-key, humble guy, so having my face on a T-shirt is pretty awkward. But What would have been your touchdown celebration had you scored? No clue. No, no clue. Yeah, no clue. Just blind joy. And there's obviously a reason why I didn't have one because it didn't happen. Because so, Devin White. Yeah, yeah. There was but, Devin I mean, White. my goal is to get to Taylor as fast as I can and kind of work off his hip. Yeah. If he's, pu- if he's pushing the guy back inside, I'm going to go around him. I mean, I'll get 10, 15 yards, and I probably would have slid inbounds to keep the clock running. In this case, he pushed him out, so I just cut off his hip, and it looked like the Red Sea was wide open. And, uh, you know, he, he was actually supposed to cover Michael Pruitt, who's the, who's the opposite wing. Devin White was supposed to color, uh, cover Michael. yeah. Because he was lined up over Bo, frankly, long snap. Correct, yep, and Michael ran to the flat, and he was wide open. But, you know, he obviously saw where the ball was going and made a heck of a football play. So, really um, – you know, if he would have stayed on his man, I'm getting a touchdown. But like I said, he 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 saw where I was going, saw the ball, and, and made a football play. About took my head off. Could Bo have done anything to stop Devin White? Because I watched that back, and it was almost initially like I thought Bo, I thought Bo missed no. the block. I'm like, no, you can't do your man like that. <laughs> I mean, maybe if it was a different <laughs> linebacker that didn't run a four uh, four, yeah, maybe. Kidding. But that wasn't even really talked about. When we when we went over it, so. well, I'm glad that you're okay because yeah, I I I'm told good. you I I like I am not the only one, but I got visit. That's the first time I've been visibly upset with something that's happened. Yeah, I think my wife. I think my wife probably beat so you. pissed. Yeah, I think she beat you on how upset uh, you might have been. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's I'm glad we won. Um, I think the hit was so bad that the refs just blew it dead. Um, I I I mean look that so guy. You, you think you got a pity call? Yeah, which is fine with me. Which is great. Like I said, I didn't expect the guy to be there, and it just happened so fast. And if if anybody wants to know what it's like, I feel like I'm probably comparable to the to an average Joe on Broadway. You know, like before Preds game, 
You know, I'm 6'2", 215. We'll talk about your Preds in a second, by the way. They yeah. made some moves today. Yeah, Roman getting paid. Mm. Um, just let me know where the dinner's at. Um, <laughs> no kidding. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 6'2", 215. You know, I'm built like a soccer player. I'm not yoked up like Jeffrey Simmons or some of these guys. So, if you want to know what it's like for kind of an average Joe-looking guy to get hit by an NFL linebacker. It's what it looks like. It's what it looks like. It's what it looks like. Yeah. Right, well, I'm, again, happy happy you're all right. Uh, and that you uh, that you guys, for your sake, were able to go on and win the game, and uh, and again, the, not even the most disastrous play that took place in that game. So you you get bailed out. Hey, I in was more ways than one. I was not upset with it. Uh, I fully thought that I was going to score, and it just <laughs> didn't it just didn't work out. So so let's let's talk about the hockey team because they are having a press conference right now as we sit here taping this at noon on a Tuesday. Roman Yossi just got. Nine and a half, I think. Just got paid nine and a half. They are doling out crazy money over there on Fifth and Broad. Uh, yeah. What do you think of this year's team? Because they're they're different, but they're fun, man. That they're offense fun. is fantastic. Have you been to a game yet? I haven't. Uh, I'll probably try to go by week, uh, and then I go to most of my games once the season's over with. Um, but uh, I, I like it. I love Duchesne. I love his signing. You know, it stinks that Forsberg's been out for you know four or five games yeah uh, but hopefully just the dynamic of i felt like the past years we've only had one line that could score and now i feel the same way yeah it's just but now you get you know your top line your second line uh and even now you're getting scoring from your third and fourth line which is which is huge so uh i like the way they're playing uh they're just really really fun to watch and uh you know the best part is if they're down going to the third period i think they have the most third period goals uh, in the league, so yeah. <laughs> no lead, no lead for the other team is a safe lead. I, uh, I a picture of him just popped up from Justin Bradford, just cheesing so hard uh, right now. How could you not look at that? <laughs> he's already, he got seventy two mil. He's already a good looking dude, and he's got a great smile, which for a hockey player cannot be uh, more underrated. And this guy, uh, oh, hang on, uh, no false alarm. See, I'm, I told you, I'm panicked today. You're Trade antsy. deadline You're day. Antsy. <laughs> Yeah. Brett, I swear I'm not. I'm not trying to be. Uh, I'm not trying to be um, rude intentionally. There's just no. a lot of stuff going on on my screen in front of me. Just hope I don't get traded to the Argonauts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> XFL. You uh, and Antonio uh, Brown. CFL. Oh God. No, I, I know. I know the Argonauts are CFL, but there's you know there's more than one option nowadays. I don't know if the NFL would deal. Uh, with the CFL or the uh, the XFL, but we we might find out later today. Um, the Zen of the special teams unit. I have one of these Tennessee tripod T-shirts that you can get courtesy of our friends again at Project Six One Five, and it's got Ryan on it. Ryan mm-hmm. obviously coming back in the near future, uh, but with Cairo and Cody Parkey. I mean, you guys don't really have to deal with a lot of disruption in your group. Has that like right. messed with your guys' zen at all, having to deal with new faces? Not deal with, but you know. Not really. I mean, um, you know, Ryan, I mean, he's been around. Ryan's been around the building getting treatment and stuff like that. So uh, I think if he were to just disappear, it would be, it'd be kind of tough. But um, I'll say, I, I would hate to see you guys broken up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like as it is when he comes back, I should get some type of edible arrangement. Uh, it's you true. Know, some kind of some type of care package, you know, just for, you know, uh, for him not being around for eight nine weeks. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Cairo's a great guy. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel for him just because we all have our off days. Um, I, I I definitely have them, and you just hope that they don't fall on game days. <laughs> uh, there's sometimes I remember last year in a training camp practice, we actually had a mini scrimmage, uh, and I could not hit a ball 
to save my life. And I remember going to the sidelines. I threw my helmet because I was so upset because I just don't have days like that. Sure. Um, I was just frustrated. So, unfortunately for him, it came on a day where it was a game day and he was off. He told me he was off and, um, you know, it's just kind of the way it goes. So, uh, and Cody's been doing a great job, um, you know, especially for him to come back for – for what happened to him uh, in Chicago, that's kinda, tough, and kind of how he was treated. Uh, you know, everybody says that he missed it, but you know, when, when the ball gets tipped like that, um, you know, it might not be a lot, but it's just enough. Uh, I mean, it happened to the Bears punter uh, against the Saints. Ball got tipped, and I mean, I think the ball only went thirty-five yards. You know, yeah. Uh, so it affects the ball flight. It affects how how far it goes, the trajectory. And Chicago in January is, uh, I mean, when I played up there in the preseason game. Uh, that was some of the worst wind I've, I've punted in. And I've played in every NFL stadium almost twice. Uh, I've, I've played in a lot of different conditions growing up in Buffalo, and it was bad. Yeah. So I can only imagine what it's like uh, to kick up there. And they've been so used to Robbie Gold, who did it so well for so long up there. that um, And went to San Francisco and was doing it well. And, he's and that stadium's really hard to kick into, and he's, yeah. and he's doing really well. Um, kind of like Phil Dawson in Cleveland. It's I feel like you have to take you, you kind of have to those northern teams um you can't compare your kicker or your punter to hey how's Thomas Morstead doing in New Orleans or uh how's Matt Bryant doing in Atlanta it's yeah. just it's just unfair comparison well, not anymore they cut him well <laughs> anyway but he was there for a long time uh, or even, I told you, can, you a lot going on yeah, yeah or, I know or, what you, you mean. or you can even say Vinatieri and in, in Indy yeah. you know kicking in the beautiful uh beautiful Lucas Oil Stadium so it is a beautiful uh, stadium but yeah Cody he's he's doing well and uh they're both great guys um to work with uh you know if you give us a day or two just to kind of figure out the tilt the lean how they like it and for Bo figuring out his steps his timing so he knows when to get ready and go through his routine uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take very long, thankfully. Uh, without there being any malice involved, are you willing to admit publicly that Cairo Santos looks like a uh, like he's dressed up for Halloween as a football player in his uniform? <laughs> Those sleeves, man, I can't. He does it. I mean, he's such a like. It's a, funny. It's funny. Cause a the, lovely human being. I'm sure. I did not get to know him very well before before uh, before he left here in Nashville, but he just looks so, he looks so much smaller because yeah. he is so much smaller than all yeah. of you guys, which is crazy because I mean, he's all five foot eight, you know, 160 pounds, 50 pounds. But his leg speed is, it's unbelievable. And the way he can uh, fire off on that ball and the, and the lift that he gets on it, it's, I remember watching him kick for the first time, you know, back in 2014 when the chiefs actually let go of Ryan and they, they kept Cairo and uh, I'm thinking, you know, Ryan and, and Cairo are two opposite people. Ryan's, you know, 6'3". I was about to say, Ryan's, know, Ryan's pretty big for yeah, a kicker. I mean, yoked up and, and whatnot. And then he went to Cairo, and I'm thinking, what on earth? And then I saw Cairo kick a ball, and I'm, oh, that's, that's pretty impressive. So, uh, But I know, I know he'll get another chance uh, in the league here pretty soon yeah I mean he you know obviously was was very successful for you guys in Cleveland and it's it's a tough situation uh with the way that it played out and I'm sure specialty and football players in general are used to that kind of transition kickers yeah. it seems particularly hard a lot of pressure uh what do you what do you do on your off day because like I, I got it I know you have an appointment coming up and I'm not going to keep you very long but what, uh, like, what? Surely you have something better to do than to come to the hood and podcast on right. your off day. Yeah, it's uh, you know, just a lot of times depending as you get as you go later on in the year, uh, your body doesn't feel as fresh uh, per se as when you started uh, the year. So a lot of times depending on how I feel, 
I'll, I'll just go to the facility, um, you know, get in the hot tubs a little bit, kind of get the blood flowing, get any additional soreness out. Um, you know, because really Sunday for me is like a pitcher that went out and threw uh, 100 pitches in a start. I mean, I might only have five punts in a game, but I got a routine of warm-ups, halftime. Uh, hey, first down, I'll hit one into the net. Second down, if it's second and short, I won't. But if it's, you know, second and long, I'll hit another one. In the, so, I mean, I have a routine – of of kicking and yeah, I might hit a hundred balls on Sunday, so uh, which is a lot. Um, but other than that, you know, just get my body right, uh, get any soreness out, and then honestly, Tuesday is a great day for me to hang out with my daughter. She's three. Uh, our two oldest, uh, oldest, uh, my son is ten, and my daughter's seven, so they're in school. Bryce kills me, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's a dude a is coming for all of our jobs. <laughs> yeah, he's a hoot. So. Uh, uh, so I just love to hang out with her, spend some time with my wife and, um, you know, any errands that need to get done, whether it's grocery shopping or like real life stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> like after this, I'll, you know, go home and, uh, you know, I got the appointment later today, but after that, then I'll go home and pay some bills and just do some dad stuff. Yeah. I, now that I, I have a house and I, I feel like I'm 110 years old because I pay property taxes now for the first time. Brutal. Like I'm worried about having to seed my grass when it is time to overseed your grass. And, uh, and my Tuesdays are no longer as enjoyable, but I need them. I, we all need them. Uh, certainly you need it. And I got to imagine that you have better things to do than the podcast. So I appreciate you stopping. No, I mean, shoot, I'm, you know, I was, just going for a walk here in the hood just by myself and figured, why not stop by? Corey Curtis, Corey Curtis and Paul Kaharski, both very scared to come to the home office uh, because they have been in Nashville longer than I, and they fear this area more than I. Uh, but I'm very happy. My neighbor, 104 years old, uh, former reverend. Uh, the go. shed out back looks like it's equipped for Halloween tours. I'm not. It's, it's not certain. Uh, that it's actually yeah. that there's actually anything in there. It doesn't look like it's been touched for 40 years. There's a couple holes in the roof too. It's so. quite frightening. Yeah, uh, but that's where we are, and I'm glad that you came and joined us. I'm glad you're okay, uh, and I hope that nothing too exciting happens today on trade deadline day that would disrupt your Tuesday. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, my brother-in-law, he's a he's a metro police officer, so <laughs> one one, uh, one quick text and we're we're good to go. Can I get an escort to practice? We're right by the practice. Facility. He might give you one. Yeah. For for a certain price. Follow him, follow him on Twitter at and Instagram. At uh, Brett Kern 6 is where you find him. Get you a Tennessee tripod t-shirt or a Brett Kern t-shirt, courtesy of our friends at Project 615. They go, the proceeds of which go to a good cause, and so we like to support uh, the people and uh, who are doing good things in the local community. Brett Kern, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Obviously, the trade deadline is in full swing Uh, There are things happening here in Nashville, and I will say uh, only that much because as we sit here today, there's too much going on. But the Titans did work out quarterbacks today, Josh Johnson and Taylor Heineke here in Nashville. Uh, I will tell you that Marcus Mariota will not be traded by the time that this podcast airs. That much I know to be certain. Everything else, though, a great deal of intrigue and mystery surrounding it. But we will talk about all of these things more later tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime and throughout the week on A to Z Sports Primetime that you can check out on A to Z Sports Nashville Facebook and at A to Z Sports on Periscope Sunday to Thursday night. 8 Central Time is when we do the damn thing. Shouts to punter Brett Kern for coming to my home, for coming into my home office and being the first interview that he did after getting his clock cleaned 
by Devin White. I know that. I know. I know he was looking for something to take uh, take his mind off the fact that he went full Jordan, uh, uh, crying Jordan face on the internet over the course of Sunday and Monday. Remember to rate. Well, actually, you know what? Before we get out of here, I was going to do the whole thing. I was going to give the spiel, uh, but I made you guys a promise that if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast. If you left five stars and gave a review, I would answer your question uh, in the review. And so we will do these iTunes review questions every time one of you guys leaves me uh, five stars, just as Tighten Up 2020 did. Uh, What do you think of Jalen Hurts 2020? Love the show, Buck, with a heart emoji. Thank you very much for your question. Tighten Up 2020. Uh, Feel free to ask any questions in the comment section, in the reviews on iTunes, as long as you leave a five-star review, I would be happy to answer them. That's the exchange that we're going to have to do. Uh, Jalen Hurts is an interesting proposition because Jalen Hurts, um, there were flaws in his game in, I think, most of our opinion, right? He was not a pro passer when he was at Alabama. And then I brought Emory Hunt on here because Emory Hunt, a football game plan, who does a really good job, has made his living in scouting and has now taken it over to the media and done really excellent work there. What uh, what Emory Hunt said is that he believes Jalen Hurts, the experience that he has been through, through playing in national championship games, through winning national titles in college football, then having to move on uh, move on to Oklahoma and really putting together a fantastic case for a Heisman candidacy uh, and improving his game as a passer. What Emory said is you could see his improvements as a passer, his developments as a passer, when he was playing in blowouts uh, after Tua had gone to the bench in Alabama. I think that I would be... Here's what I'll tell you. I know they are interested... I know that the Titans are interested in Jake Fromm. I also know that the Titans are curious about Jordan Love, Jordan Love of Utah State, the quarterback there. He is a small school prospect. He has been uh, discussed at length by many people in NFL circles about being a pro po- prospect. For me, Jalen Hurts, that's that's who that's who I'm hearing that they are intrigued by, Jake Fromm and Jordan Love. But if Jalen Hurts were to come to Nashville, maybe with a third-round pick, I think if he made it that far down, I think based on the on the reports that are coming out that it's more closely, uh, more, more similar to a Dak Prescott situation where people are uncertain about him, he falls, and then you can have him for a mid-round draft pick. If they drafted Jalen Hurts with their third-round draft pick, I wouldn't be upset about it by any means. Now, it very much depends on who the backup slash veteran that they decide to keep if it's Tannehill or go out and sign to the roster because you'll need somebody there even if you do draft a quarterback. But Jalen Hurts, I would be intrigued by. I like his game a lot. I like his maturity. I like his ability to overcome adversity. I like that he can pick up multiple systems and thrive in them either way. Jalen Hurts is an intriguing prospect to me. We will see how the Titans feel about him, uh, but right now I know that they are interested, uh, or at least curious about. We'll say curious about. It's too early to be truly interested in. Curious about Jordan Love of Utah State and of, and of Jake Fromm 
there in Athens at Georgia. Okay, now we will get out of here. As always, if you would like a question answered, you can leave them in the iTunes review with a five-star rating. I would be happy to answer them. That shout-out to Titan up 2020 for uh, his or her question. Forgive me, I'm not certain based on your uh, your iTunes handle what your sex is, but that is going to do it for us today here on the podcast. Again, shouts to Brett Kern, Titans punter for stopping by. Shouts to you guys who rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, all of those things are available to you and you can download rate review and subscribe to the 615 sessions podcast there we will be back on thursday with you i'm not certain who the guest is going to be but i'm certain that we will have things to talk about and i am certain that they will pertain to the tennessee titans and perhaps a quarterback situation that we will find out more about as the days wear on that being said i'm buck rising reminding you to stay hot nashville we will talk to you on Thursday, right here on the 615 Sessions, brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com. <laughs>